Hello again, and welcome back to the basement for the next exciting instalment of Blebs PMQs. Uh, the extra bonus episode where I take time out from putting my feet up on the desk to give some honest answers to what appear to be the most annoying questions you lot can come up with. So let's get down to business. Uh, uh, we have a couple of very similar questions from uh, H. Ralph, I believe, uh, uh, JT, who both asked versions of uh, will the interview for the post of Prime Minister's mistress be open and accountable or take place behind closed doors? Well, people seem to be upset with my sex life almost as much as I am. I mean, let's just say that the recruitment process will be thorough and fair and candidates will be assessed on their merits. I plan to judge the skills of each applicant through a series of practical scenarios, including an oral exercise. There will be uh, an interview panel of two, myself and little Boris, uh, and his decision will be final. Then uh, Emoji Free Vinster asks, uh, would Dino Harding's first words to you, is that £37 billion in your pocket or are you just pleased to see me? Well, to be perfectly honest, I, I don't think Dido is motivated by money. Uh, I think she just genuinely enjoys the satisfaction of buggering up some of the biggest and most important organisations in the country. And uh, of course, in any sane world, she wouldn't be promoted beyond running a minor branch of Greg's, where uh, the worst she can do is burn a few sausage rolls. But thanks to her Tory connections, she gets to spat 37 billion up the wall and endanger the lives of an entire country. Next is our Dave Marriott who says, Obviously you're not sacking Matt Hancock until you knew they particularly rancid dead cat, but ultimately do you think he'll be sacrificed on the hill of Brexit, Covid, cronyism, or have you got some personal issue you're saving him for? Well, dead cats will always be needed, but Matt Hancock is destined for greater things. He won't just be a distraction from something, but a proxy for myself. He's less uh, a cat and more a uh, sacrificial lamb or scapegoat. Uh, his high profile and close association uh, with the COVID shambles make him perfect for taking the fall when that particular pile of shit hits the fan. Nige Jones would like to know, uh, was your idea to cut the foreign aid money just a way to kill more potential immigrants to stop them from entering the UK? Well, you've actually hit the nail on the head there, Nige. Uh, as I mentioned in this week's podcast, the argument for uh, providing overseas aid... Uh, is that it helps to offer people a better life in their own country and makes it less likely they want to come home. But, but as you suggest, my idea is that they are even less likely to come over here uh, if we just let them die. Harsh but fair is how I like to think of it. Uh, now, uh, David Cromie has an interesting question. Uh, have you ever stuck your penis between your legs and danced around the room uh, draped in only a Union Jack flag? Ah, uh, something tells me David was peeping through the window at the last Conservative Party Christmas lunch. Uh, our good friend, uh, Royston Vasey's question is, uh, how many nannies have you had to apologise to in your life? My, my, my neighbour thinks it'll be double figures. I think he's being too conservative. First things first, my friend, I must point out that uh, it's impossible to be uh, too conservative. Now, uh, with regards to your question, I haven't apologised to, uh, to any nannies for the simple reason that I've never apologised to anyone in my entire life. That's just... One of the benefits of an Eton education, it gives you the certainty that you are never wrong about anything, ever. If you'd ask me how many names I chag, then that would be a different matter altogether. And uh, uh, you'll find very detailed information about that in my new coffee table book, Nannies I Have Shagged, available in all good bookstores later this year. Uh, moving on, uh, we, uh, we now have uh, Gary Pierce, who wants to know what colour dye do you use for your hair and where do you get it from? 
Ah, it's a very expensive hair whitener, uh, provided by my personal stylist. She charged me uh, an absolute fortune for it, although she's uh, very secretive about what it is and where it actually comes from. Uh, uh, all I can tell you is that uh, it comes in a blue, a blue plastic bottle uh, with the words uh, "little toilet duck" scratched out and a top-notch hair treatment written in crayon. Blue, blue. Next is uh, Simon Carter, who says, uh, Do you believe in life after love? I-, I-, I can feel something inside me say, I really don't think you're strong enough. Well, Simon, what am I supposed to do? Sit around and wait for you? I- well, I-, I can't do that. There's no turning back. Thank you for sharing that with us, Simon. Right, uh, let's move on to the next question. Uh, Daryl Katz says, uh, We've had the first and second waves. We're now into the third wave. Isn't it time for a new wave revival? I love this idea, Daryl. We could have a music festival to thank me for my superb handling of the pandemic and for creating so many waves. We could call it the Gratitude Festival. There would be a fantastic lineup of reinvented new wave bands. I mean, I'd obviously uh, be the front man for Blondie, just like the original, only more sexy. Uh, what other updated new wave bands could we have? Well, uh, with, with the pandemic theme, we, uh, we, we'd, we'd have to have uh, The Cure, of course, uh, followed by uh, New Disorder, Adam and the Anti-Vaxxers, and uh, Poxy Music. Right, that's it. I'll, I'll get uh, Chris Grayling to organise it. Uh, now we come to uh, Riddles Down Fox, who asks, after the mess over foreign aid, which Tory manifesto commitment are you going to break next? Uh, we'll probably work our way through all of them uh, before the next election, but, 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 the, but the main one I'm definitely breaking is uh, the promise to get Brexit done. I mean, I mean, a few ones among you will have guessed by now that it isn't done, and it isn't ever likely to be done. But, but I, c- I couldn't very well say I'd get Brexit to be a never-ending series of wrangles, disputes, and renegotiations forever and ever. I mean, it might be honest, but it's not, I mean, it's not really much of a slogan, is it? Now, 150k dead has a, has a very simple question. Uh, what is your wife's name? Ah, well, that's uh, if I forget my wife's name. I'm pretty sure that it's, uh, it's Jennifer. Uh, but don't hold me to that. Uh, Chris D wants to know, how much will they be selling the NHS for? Well, that is a very foolish question, Chris. You can't just name a price for setting off the whole of the NHS. I mean, what an absurd idea. No, 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 no. We're going to break it up into manageable chunks and sell each of them off to the highest bidder. I mean, that's the way to maximise income, as any good free market capitalist would tell you. Uh, someone called uh, Surely Steve asked the intriguing question, Is it true that you told Carrie not to release her version of Gwyneth Paltrow's candle called This Smells Like My Minch? Uh, I, 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 I'm not sure. How you got hold of that story, Steve, but, uh, but, but it's not quite true. Uh, Carrie has never expressed any desire to sell candles, although you may be confusing it with the idea that I had to raise some cash by selling 15-inch candles called This Looks Like My Cock. Uh, CJ Reed says, Did you take a knee at your wedding? And uh, uh, how are the wedding vows holding up? Well, the nearest I got to taking a knee was deliberately dropping my fork at the wedding reception so I could go under the table and look up the bridesmaid's dresses. <laughs> what? And uh, uh, I've been sticking to my vows perfectly well, thank you. Uh, as, uh, as long as you don't count the ones about being faithful, uh, which of course I don't. Uh, next is Mull Wildlife Breaks, who says, I want to save the swan from being hit by a train. Can I have a knighthood? Well, that's another silly question. Of course you can't. Knighthoods cost £250,000. Text me for details. Uh, if you don't know my phone number, then you clearly aren't eligible for a knighthood. And then uh, Gareth Clark says, uh, Bearing in mind Dido Harding's record of incompetence, money-wasting and data breaches, do you think she could apply to leave the NHS? Well, I think her, uh, her record of incompetence, money-wasting and data breaches are the very reasons why she should 
be in charge for the NHS. I mean, it's only by having someone with her level of incompetence that we can run it into the ground and prepare the way for privatisation. So, 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 so best of luck to Doyd. Uh, Andy Brooke has a strange question. Uh, if you baked a cake containing one of your pubes, which cabinet minister would you give it to? Uh, well, I'm not sure I'd do something quite as, as petty as that, Andy, although, although it does remind me of a time I uh, interviewed Gavin Williamson about joining my cabinet. I, mean, I, I offered him a sandwich, and let's just say uh, it looked like Nutella and sweet corn, but, uh, but it wasn't really. I, he knew exactly what it was, but he, but he gobbled it up anyway to keep me happy. And that, 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 that's when I knew. He'd make a fantastic cabinet minister. Well, on that disgusting note, I think we'll have to leave it there for another week. Uh, if you'd like to help make this podcast possible, you can do so through Patreon. Uh, you can either become a uh, crony for £3 a month, a millionaire crony for £5 a month, or a flag shagger for £8 a month. Uh, if you do, you can get a shout-out like our millionaire cronies, Andrew Woodall, Zoe Smith, Jonathan Williams, Alistair McCreese, Vance Jackson, Louisa Dora, and Milton Yates. Or our wonderful Patreon flag shagger, John Platt. You'll find a link to Patreon in the description of this episode or in my Twitter bio, or you can search on Google for Parody Boris Johnson Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, it would be fantastic if you could leave a review uh, and let us know what you think, along with the obligatory five-star rating. Uh, the next episode of the Parody Boris Johnson podcast is out on Thursday, so please subscribe if you want to make sure you don't miss an episode. Uh, and remember that you can listen to all the past episodes of the podcast, all PMQs, in the same place that you're listening to this. Thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye. <laughs>